This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We are continuing our series on on different Chachamim and their Sfarim from Chachamim Morocco. And here I want to introduce to you to uh, a Gadol that I'm sure you've heard of many times. But, and everyone says uh, that, that, you know, this is the greatest rabbi. That, but here, we're really talking about one of the great Rabbanim, greatest Rabbanim ever that Morocco produced. And, uh, and, and we'll hear a little bit about his life. His name was Rabbi Yehuda ibn Atar. And not to be confused with Rabbi Haim ibn Atar, of course, the Rachaim HaKadosh, which is also one of the greatest Chachamim. But Rabbi Yehuda ibn Atar was known in Morocco as El Kbir, the great rabbi. He is actually, uh, he is actually uh, buried right if you go into the Kever, uh, into the Bet Akvarot of Fez, there's the La Solika and his Kever is right there as well. And we're going to learn a little bit about his life and what's written on his kever, actually, something very interesting as well. Rabbi Uda bin Atar was born in the city of Fez in 1655. Elul, during Elul, Tav Tet And um, it's written about, we don't know too much about him, about where he learned. He definitely learned by his two great Rabbanim, which were the Dayanim at the time, the great Ravidal Tsarfati, which was a direct descendant, Ben Acharben, from Rabbi Utam. And uh, Rashi, that is. And they, they moved from Ashkenaz to Fez sometime in the 1500s, it seems to be. And the, uh, and, and this, uh, is Ravidal Sarfati and his, uh, contemporary Rabbi Menachem Serero were great Rabbanim, which we don't know too much about as well, but they were the Rabbanim of Rav Yudha bin Atar. And when he was young already, people knew that he was destined for greatness, but he took on a different path. He says, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to support myself as well as being a, uh, as, as, as well as being a, uh, fully involved in Torah. So there are, there are many stories about that. Rabbi Yosef Misas has a sefer called Nachalat Avot on Pirkei Avot. Phenomenal, phenomenal Sfarim. And there, Rabbi Yosef Misas writes in, uh, in, uh, Krach Bet, Amut Kufnun Zayin, that like it said in the, in, in, uh, in, in, in the Ktavim that a person should love Torah, but in, in that, but he should make his Torah Ikar and his Parnasa, uh, on the side. That was Rabbi Uda ben Atar. He was a, he was a Tsoref. A Tsoref means he was a, a blacksmith, but he created, he created earrings, he created jewelry. And till today, this is a legend, till today there are people in Morocco, Jews and non-Jews alike, who have his things and they keep it as a sigura. They say, this was made by Rabbi Uda bin Atar. This was made by Rabbi Uda bin Atar and it's supposedly a great sigula. We're going to see. There's phenomenal stories over here. So either way, what his custom was, was that he would go shacharit, go to his store. When he saw that he made enough to live that day, shut the store and he continued on his Torah. That was Rabbi Yudha ben Atar, said Rabbi Yusuf Misas, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Obviously it's a very high level, but that was Rabbi Yudha ben Atar. So Rabbi Yudha ben Atar lived, uh, lived in, a, in, a, in a period of time which was very rough. It was a time where the Melech Mulay Ismail was, uh, was, was rampaging and he was uh, really plundering the cities. And he, was, he, he built a, a, a castle in Meknes and he would persecute Fez at the time. It was, it was very bad for the Jews. But somehow... As I said this many times, 
This was the golden era in Morocco. Somehow, in the mid, uh, the early 1700s, this was the golden era where it produced unbelievable tamid chachamim. And the head of them was Rabbi Yudha bin Attar. This was the famous Bedin Rida bin Attar, and he had his students, Rabbi Yaakov Malka, and the more famously known Rabbi Yaakov ibn Sur, the Ya'avitz. Ya'avitz was the Sofer Bedin originally, and he considered himself a student, even though he wasn't one of the main students, he considered himself, a, he, and this is just to get, get, to just try to understand at the beginning how people related to Rabbi Yehuda bin Attar. Rabbi Yaakov ibn Sur writes, in a, uh, in, 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 uh, in a sefer called Et Lechol Chefetz. Haya, about Rabbi Yudha ben Atar. Haya av bedin vegadol hador bechol arzot ha-ma'arav ve'ev shargar be'arzot ha-mizrach. He was a gadol hador in all of the western countries. That means Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia. And also... And maybe also in Arzot Mizrach. I mean, he didn't know he was living in Morocco. They didn't have a Instagram in those days. Also in in Arzot Mizrach. And like it's written that the great of the generation, you're not allowed to 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 lean during Arba Kozot. You're sitting by him Lela Seder. So that's the same thing by him. And this is this is how they related to him. That's why that's why he got his name as El Kbir. But this is what's amazing, and this is how we tell what Gedolei Ador are: the greater they are, the more humble they are. He was known as a tremendous power. The Jews and the non-Jews alike respected him tremendously. I want to tell you a few stories just to give us the idea. Some stories are set over by Maran Achida. Maran Achida has a few times where he speaks about him and how important. His, uh, you know, his, um, his legacy was and his, his writings. Here I'm, I'm reviewing the Sefer Minchat Yehuda, which is Drashot of his. I'm not going to get to the actual Sefer because I just want to speak about him. There's also his Teshuvot written in Ushpat Tzedakah Biyakov, a lot of his Piskedinim. Baruch Ata Adunai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Shekolim Yivaro. Okay, so number one is the following. This is where is Anava. This story was also written by Rabbi Yosef Misas in Nachalat Avot, Krachvav, Amudrish Pedalid. It says, when he was, and I'm getting a lot of this information from the introduction of the Minchat Yehuda written by Rabbi Moshe Amar from Bnei Brak. Uh, and he puts out a lot of Sfarim. Very uh, wonderful Jew. And he writes the following, that once there was a Jew who was coming from outside of the city. He was carrying a very heavy bag of dried figs. And he saw another Jew there and he couldn't carry the load. He says, please, carry this for me a little bit so I can rest. Now there's a mitzvah in the Torah is that when you see somebody that, that is having a hard time with the load, azov ta azov imo. Right? There's halakha. Nowadays, if a guy, you see a guy with a flat tire, I said this before, Rav Avadya says that the way that you fulfill the mitzvah is you help him with a flat tire. But the you would have been... Now the other Jew who was holding the heavy bag, he saw Rabbi Yudha bin Atar. He didn't know it was Rabbi Yudha bin Atar. He's holding a heavy bag. It's half of his face is being covered. How does he know who's next to him? So he says, please help me out. So Rabbi Yudha bin Atar said, sure. He takes the whole bag and he starts lugging it. Imagine the, the gadolador, the giant of the generation. He's holding the... You know, imagine you see that. You think the president would do that? You think the president of the United States would do that? I don't think so. And, and, uh, and, and, when, and when he saw the Rav... Eventually, there was another Jew who saw the Rav. Quickly, he re- released him. And he says, and he says, oh, Rav, what are you doing? And then, and then the person who, who gave him the bag was so embarrassed. He said, please, Mechila, Rav, I had no idea it was you. So Rabbi Abu Dabinatar answered him, my son, I don't understand. 
I was zoche in the mitzvah of azov ta azov imo. When am I ever going to get a chance of azov ta azov imo? There was a few other stories where his there was a person, a, a guy who like who had a store in Morocco. They had these like stores on the bottom, and they would like these kiosks, right? Like Jeremy's dream over here, and and like, but what you have to eat lunch eventually, right? So what are you going to do? So so he said so he said well, he's going to he 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 asked that he asked that that that. Somebody could take him over, so he asked Rabbi Yudah ben Atar, "Come, come on over and and uh, and and I don't, I don't, I don't, come on over and and uh, and and, uh, and and take over the store." So Rabbi Yudah ben Atar said, "Rabbi Yudah ben Atar said, uh, no problem." He sat in the store. <laughs> Yaakov ben Sur walks in front, and back of his his student says, "Rabbi, what are you doing over here?" He says, "What do you mean? I have I have the chance of helping out a Jew." To, to get a little bit of rest for his restaurant. How can I deny him? That that was the Kedule Ador, that as great as they are, but when somebody needs my help, so what? I'm nothing. That was Ibn Atar. But one thing that he was known for, and this the, the, the Chida brings down, is that the non-Jews respected him tremendously and they knew when they had a disaccord with the Jews, they would go to Ibn Atar and he would resolve it. So there was one time a person, I mean, there was a few stories about this. I'm going to mention to you one story about this, that there was a Jew and a non-Jew that were partners. And the Jew eventually, after a little bit of time, got a little bit greedy. And he said, you know what, I'm going to siphon a lot of some of the earnings. And I'll say we suffered losses. So the non-Jew eventually caught on and he said, listen, these, uh, these people are tricking, you know, this, my partner is tricking me. Let's go to Buda bin Atar. So they sat down. And Rabbi Ben Atar saw what was going on. He was a smart Dayan. And he tells the Jew, listen, there's nothing I can do to disprove. If you're, but I'm just going to tell you, if you got blinded by the money, by the shine of the money, your eyes are going to get blinded as well. So the Jew says, okay, fine, whatever. The rabbi says what he says. Got up and he, uh, and, and, and he started walking out and he became blind right away and he couldn't believe it. He went back to the Rav and he started crying. And the Rav said, just like when there's a bullet that's shot, you can't take it back. I can't take back over here that you, you lost your eyesight. There's nothing you can do, but don't worry. You'll have strength in your other kohot and uh, you'll, you'll be strong in other areas, but your, your eyesight you can't get back. You can't get again. That was, in other words, and, and the Goy came afterwards. He wanted to thank Rabbi Yudah ben Atar. He wanted nothing to do with it. I don't want to, be, I don't want to benefit from this. But it's written on Rabbi Yudah ben Atar's kever. Next time you're in the Bita Kivrota Fez, you could see that it's written over there that, that Rabbi Yudah ben Atar has a, uh, a, 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 it was known that anybody who had a machloket in Betin up until recently, anybody machloket in Betin, they would go to the kever of Yudah ben Atar and you'd have to swear that you're saying the truth over there. Al-Shem because there was a few stories already that people did that, and they were wrong, and they dropped dead. I mean, it's as simple as that. There's another story as well. As, as simply, simply said, they, they, drop, uh, they, they drop dead. Now, three more stories very quickly I want to say. Number one is that is, that, is a famous story that Chida brings in Kitsur Zichron Ma'asiyot, Sefer Chida, Amut Tzadichet, that the... Um, the, he was he was a blacksmith of the king, right? And and uh, he didn't want to be Mechalel Shabbat. So the other blacksmith organization, the union, said, "What is this? this is a mechutzaf? He's going to come and he's going to he's going to go against the king. He has to work on Shabbat." They took him. They threw him into the uh, 
they threw him into the pit of lions. And his name was Yehuda, right? Ariyeh. He, the, the king saw him and he saw that the, that, 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 that the lions weren't, weren't eating him. See, the story they usually say, they think it's about the Behaim bin Atar, uh, the story with the lions. It was really, I think they're confusing with the Yehuda bin Atar. And the, he saw that he was together with the lions and the lions weren't eating him. So the king said like this, I asked for a blacksmith. I didn't ask for an angel. <laughs> and he took him out. And he took him out. Uh, that's the Chida brings down. Yosef bin Naim Rabbanan brings another story that one of the greatest Rabbanim as well of Morocco was Rabbi Eliezer di Abila, buried in Rabat. Harav Ada. Rabbi Eliezer di Abila. And Rabbi Eliezer di Abila was once writing a Psak Din and he was arguing on a Psak from Rabbi Yuda bin Atar. He looks up, he sees a giant lion in front of him roaring. Oh my gosh, he runs out of the Bet Midrash. He saw they thought the lion was going to kill him. So they said, there's no lion over here. The people around him told him, there's no lion over here. So he looked into it and he saw, well, he was obviously writing against the lion, the Biyudah bin Atar, and that wasn't such a good idea. So he came in form of a lion. Okay, these are, these are, are, are great levels, but, but we see from Biyudah bin Atar, one last story I'm going to leave you with that is chut till today is that in Morocco, the chief rabbi in Morocco that was Niftar in 1985, his name is Rabbi Didier Monsonego. Rabbi Didier Monsonego is, uh, he was, uh, he, he was the, um, he, 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 he used, he was part of the Beddin of Fez, he was Av Beddin of Fez and eventually of Morocco. And the Minhag in Fez was that every Friday they would do Atarat Nidarim. I mean, I get in many places in Morocco. Every Friday after Shacharit, they would do Atarat Nidarim. After the Nidarim, they would collect money and give it to the poor. One time there was a poor person that came that was known, and he was a descendant of Yehuda bin Atar. So Yedidia Monsenego said, I don't understand. We're going to give you money to support yourself. Everybody goes to the kever of your ancestor and asks him to help. So he should be taking care of you. So this poor person got very insulted. He says, not only did I did not get any money, but I was embarrassed like this. So what am I supposed to do? He was so downtrodden and broken. He went to the... This is Mamash. This Rabbi Yudidia Musenigo told the story to Rabbi Moshe Amar. He went to the kever of Yehuda bin Atar and he started crying his eyes out. And he's saying, Rabbi Yehuda bin Atar, help me out over here. Look what's, what, what's going on. Picks up his head and he sees a coin shining right in front of him. He picks it up. He brings, a, a, he brings it to a, to a blacksmith who told him that this is an old, important point made out of gold that has a lot of worth. He sold it and he was able to uh, rebuild himself. He sold it and he was able to rebuild it. So this chut of Yibudah bin Atar carries on till today. I, 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 Baruch Hashem, I'm, I, um, I, I'm writing on Magen Avot Choshen Mishpat, so I have the zechut of learning a lot of the teshuvot of Yudah ben Atar and his psakim, his kharifut, his, his, his yashrut, and the way that everybody was, respected him and, 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 and were, were respectful of him was already a legend, as Rabbi Yaakov Ibn Sur said, he was, he was migadolador. It's known that Orachim HaKadosh went to him for askama. Went him for askama for his farim, and he uh, he he's one of those rabbanim that lived in Morocco. Was the greatest gadolador. Not too many people know about him. There is a hilula every year in Fez. Lezichro, my cousin actually organizes it, and it's uh, and and it's something that it uh, it's uh, it's around after Shavuot or something. We'll do one over here. Bezat Hashem. So we, please remember, Jeremy. Please remember. Bezat Hashem. So his words should be Le'ilu Nishmato Sefer Minchat Yehuda Andrushim. You could buy it. 
um, uh, it's Otsrot HaMagreb, which is uh, of Rabbi Moshe Amar's organization. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.